on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with footballscoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday, Mr. Jeff Perlman, the voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. But right now, we are going to bring in Joe Williams on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Joe is uh, with the Williamson Herald, and they are the only locally owned print and digital media company in Williamson County, and they've been the leader in local sports coverage for the last 15 years. Uh, the Williamson Herald sports team is led by Charles Pulliam and Joe Williams. Charles and Joe cover prep sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill and Fairview to Nolansville. And if you want the best in coverage for uh, as far as print goes, you can get that with the Daily News e-blast. comes right to your mailbox. Video coverage that you can't beat anywhere because Charles Pulliam is fantastic. And their print edition publishes every Thursday. And to subscribe, you can give them a call, 615-790-6465, or just sign up on the website at williamsonherald.com. Now, on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline is Joe Williams. Joe, welcome into the show. Hey, good morning, guys. How is everybody? Cold. Well, I was going to say, that's a great list of what we cover. I can tell you that today uh, we'll be covering sports all the way from home to home. That's right. Everything's worked out, huh? Well, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. (laughs) Whether it is or not, Joe's going to be at the house. The fat man man is staying home today. Have you heard anything, Joe, about what the plan is for finishing up District 11 AAA regular season play? Or is there? No, I've actually. Uh, I've got a couple of calls out. I don't think there is a plan right now. I mean, you know, they, they were, <coughs> excuse me, they were they were going to hold the district meeting on uh, Wednesday, and I think the only way they're going to hold the district meeting on Wednesday is is virtually. They're going to, have, you know, because nobody's going to be getting out. Um, you know, all, all the years I worried about putting trucks on the road. You know how I am about weather. And I, I don't see anything moving this week. I so. can't imagine. Yeah, uh, that's uh, it, it's highly unlikely that you'll see any of the the remainder games. But again, as we've said on this show a million times, you don't have to play those games. You just got to figure out where to seat them. Well, it's true. 
that's true. And, and I think probably maybe, you know, maybe one exception on the boys' side, I think it's pretty well seated on both sides. Uh, I don't think it's that, that tight. Just yeah, the two, the two, three. Yeah. You're talking about the two, three on the boys' side. Did they, did, did Ravenwood and Brentwood split this year? Uh, it looks like no. It looks like Brentwood actually swept that series. Brentwood, yeah, Brentwood took both of them. So that I, I guess they would be the two seed, pretty without any question, well, right? Unless they get knocked off by somebody else, and that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, it, it's that weird. You know, yeah, I guarantee uh, do, you, Whitlock, Coach Whitlock at, at Ravenwood wants those games played. I can't. Uh, yeah, well, of course he does. Yeah, <laughs> certainly can't blame him. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I'll guarantee you, Greg Shirley sitting at the house with a Diet Mountain Dew in his hand, hoping that uh, he's seen the last of the hardwood for a few days. Yeah, because I mean, the team that they have left, they've lost to Independence beat Brentwood earlier in the year at an Independence sixty eight sixty four, and that's the one game they have left. So absolutely, Ravenwood wants to play these games, and and arguably, Indy may be playing better now than they were then, <laughs> no doubt. So. It's interesting matchups. Tell you what, that, that those kids, both on the boys and girls side down there, with everything they've been through, they just they keep plugging. Man, you, you got to be impressed. You you have to be impressed. Um, and it starts at the top. I think I think Nikki Patton, I think Mary Beth White, and I think Jeff Parker have set a great tone for those respective programs. And like you said, whatever's, whatever has gone on with them, they have just continued to play and just put their heads down and kept working. And it's um, particularly in this climate, it's fun to see. Yeah, you're exactly right. Now on the girls' side, Joe, uh, with Spring Hill having played two additional games in district play, uh, and a split with Brentwood, they're sitting at two three right now. Well, would that be an issue? I mean, they both have eleven wins, but Spring Hill has two more losses. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I I think when you go to start seeding, you, you probably yeah. I mean, technically they would they would still be what a game behind. I'm, you know, I don't know. Again, as Chris has said, you don't have to play the the regular season games. You just have to figure out how you're going to how you're going to seed these folks, and you know, are you going to go by total wins? Are you going to go by winning percentage? You know what? And that's to be determined on a district by district basis. There's no guidance from the TWSAA as far as that goes, and so the the seeding meeting tomorrow may be a little longer than usual. Well, I think you're Should probably right. Yeah. Tomorrow. yeah, you know the and the and the tough part is, don't you know that uh, that Spring Hill and and Dixon County kind of feel like the the outsiders looking in with the way this district's made up. You know, oh, certainly, like, what was it? no question. You know, several several years ago, what was it? Uh, yeah, y'all kind of had that same situation in Murray County. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't so. Um, I don't think it's as combative this time around, and it's not as clear-cut that the teams that are on the outside looking in were quite as dominant this time as they were in that situation either. But um, it's um, 
I, I don't think this is by design necessarily what's going on with, with the non-WCS schools as, as it was in that previous situation that you're referring to. But, uh, no, you're exactly right. This is, just, this is just something that happened. I mean, n- nobody was expecting that. Nobody expected mm-hmm. COVID games. Nobody expected, you know, I got, I got three and a half inches of sleet <laughs> on my deck with about an inch, inch and a half of snow on top of it. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting here at the house Sunday evening listening to it. Oh yeah, fall. Mm-hmm. and when you when you can hear when you can hear sleet against your window, it's I mean it's it's not a good thing generally speaking. So um, yeah, and and when you look out here today, that's that's pretty much the case. So yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with all this and and how it's going to impact these schedules, how you recover and still get to you know, region play by next week in the um in the division one section. So it's gonna get well, creative, it's gonna be challenging and some folks are gonna have to do some things that they didn't want to do, I think. I, I think you have to look at, you know, the con you know the, the concept this year was play everything at the higher seed. I think this is gonna force this may well force you back into a central uh, site. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, single site, and you know maybe girls at one place and guys at another. But I don't think you're going to be able to go to, to five or ten different sites uh, to get, get it this all done. done. You still in got a timely matter, yeah, yeah. You still uh, got a playing uh, game to get through. Officials wise, it would be very difficult. It would be much easier for officials if you if you were in one site. Hmm. Because then you can you can schedule two games of each for these officials, whereas you know you've got one group one one officials group at each place. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of officials <laughs> that we don't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, you're right. That's a good point. That, that is a good point. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, th- I think I think some folks are going to have to get creative in ways that they hadn't really considered doing in order because you can't push the state tournaments back. No, so, you're, you're, you're set at Murphy center. I mean, it's not like you can just, you know, Hey, Hey, MTSU, we know that we had it scheduled for this week. <laughs> and then you've got baseball on top of that. Baseball coaches are already angry. <laughs> well, and, and softball coaches as well, I would imagine. So yeah, it's um trying times, but I mean, you know, this time of year, you typically get some of this. At this time of year, you don't usually have a pandemic thrown in on t- ahead of it. So it's it's just making a bad situation worse, I think. Well, and it's been decades since we've had weather just line up storm after storm after storm to come through here. I mean, let's face it. Um, uh, well, when, when, I hate to say when we were kids, um, <laughs> uh, but you know, you, there were eh, a couple, three times a year you were going to get out cause it snowed, but it was typically, you got a couple of days this week and then a couple of weeks later, you got a couple of days. This is, this is going to kill this whole week. Joe, is this the weather that you used to walk uphill both ways to school in? <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. I like that. That was yeah, barefoot. By the way, 
Um, but I think it was 70, 78. I was a wee child in, in nowhere near high school. Well, that's a lot. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> You know, the, being in Nashville, the the sun. We were coming off of Christmas break, the first part of the first week of January, and on Sunday afternoon, it just started. It started this this big storm that came out of nowhere. We got about four or five inches of snow. We were out for the whole week. So the next Sunday, it did it again. We got another five or six inches. I mean, it was it was crazy, and we lost three or four days. Long story short, for the month of January. Snow kept us out of school for three weeks or so, and a lack of natural gas to heat the schools kept us out for basically the rest of January, mm. which is neat when you're 15 until you figure out that in April you're going to school an extra hour every day. You're going to school on Saturday. And, oh, by the way, graduation that year was June 21st. Goodness. Well, at least we have – you know, virtual options now since the pandemic, most everybody has that option. Not everybody, but most everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting on it. I mean, you talk about having a revolt of students. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, I, it's, it's like I told uh, it's like I told a friend of mine's kid the other day. I said, hey, just think. You don't have to worry about snow days anymore. You can go to school virtually. Snow will have no effect. And he looked Man. at me and he said, you know, Mr. Joe, I don't think I like the sound of that. <laughs> right? That's I when I looked at him and smiled. Like the sound of it either, you know? Yeah. I looked at him and I smiled. Son, it's good to be old sometimes. <laughs> There's there's no doubt there. Oh, man, talking with Joe Williams of the Williamson Herald on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, brought to you by the Williamson Herald. Joe, uh, I want to switch gears just real quick because I want to ask you before because we're we're getting close to a break, but I do want to ask you uh, if you were surprised by the results on Sunday uh, with uh, the Daytona 500. Were, were you surprised by the results? Were you surprised by the the uh, the manufacturers who ran up front all night? What, what was your takeaway from Sunday night? Were you surprised uh, that they finished it on Sunday night? Yeah, I was. Uh, tremendously. I really was. I mean, I had, I, I I'm not going to lie. I missed the, fin- I slept through the finish and woke up through the <laughs> celebration. Um, because I, I just never expected that they would get that thing in. No, I wasn't surprised by the result, uh, because nothing at Daytona or Talladega surprises me anymore. I like those races. The drivers don't necessarily care for them because of the craziness that goes on. But the I think owners certainly that- don't. Yeah, but guys, that's something that's missing. You know, in the old days, uh, they raced a little closer. You had many, many more unexpected failures. There was a little more drama in it that you, you didn't have to depend on uh, Clint Boyer to hate Jeff Gordon to build drama in the booth. You know, it was it, it wasn't that surprising. The only thing that has surprised me about this so far is. Nobody else has said anything about that last lap push. You know, Logano and, and Keselowski got together. But if you watch it, McDowell, who went on to win the race, gave Keselowski a heck of a bump, a heck of a push, right before the two hit the car in front of him. 
So did the winter actually cause this? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I am I am about as big of a Michael McDowell hater as there is. And I'm probably That's crazy because wow. I've never heard of Michael McDowell until this weekend. Yeah. I, He's a jerk. Kind of where I was headed. Oh my! He's a jerk. Okay. I don't like him. Uh, he needs a he needs a jaw shot, and uh, that particular that that particular situation on Sunday didn't make it any better. Wow. Okay, we, so you noticed it. We, we needn't be calling for violence on SM TN Sports. <clears throat> this is NASCAR, man. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. Exactly. All I'm saying is I would not be surprised if number two or number 23 at some point this season bumped him real hard right back. Uh, he and the 23 are big buddy. Uh, not since that in the all-star race wow. last year. He. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, if you ain't rubbing, you ain't racing, right? Well, yeah, Michael that, takes that to heart. <laughs> 200 miles an hour is not the best place to be rubbing sometimes. <laughs> you know? Anyway. I mean, at least I, wait till the lights go out in the theater. Come on. <laughs> I have just found that Michael McDowell takes advantage of situations that he sometimes has a part Creates. in. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and Sunday night was certainly... Potential for are that. Say, are you I, saying I he's a bit of a manipulator? Maybe. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. Come on. So was my third wife. What's your point? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all got a little bit of this, don't we? <laughs> oh, man. No, I thought, Joe, I, thought it was a good, I thought it was a good start for the season. I, I think things are looking up, and I'm, I'm really, really anxious to see them get the National Super Speedway. You and me both. Uh, Although that, I, I, I did hate that wreck in the first, what, 13 laps? Yeah. 15, lap 15, that, yeah. That that took out a third of the field? Yeah, way too early for that. <laughs> way too early. Why, why are we racing so hard, guys? This is a 200-lap race. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's lot, what you're saying. Is right, Chris? Correct. That's what stages calls. Yeah. Yes. So, you, know, you, know, you had a lot of new guys in that field who were just, you know, they were many pearling. I'm just so glad to be here. Um, that once the race started, they forgot that it only counts if you're there at the end. Well, hopefully, this uh, this coming weekend will be better. Um. I'm just, I, I'm just excited to get the season underway. NASCAR has been missing uh, a lot of drama, and I think this particular season will get a little bit more than we have maybe in the past. So, anyway, we can be at the, they got the road course this weekend, and that's going to be about as much fun as I've ever seen. Oh, let me tell you, road courses are like a good kidney stuff. <laughs> no such thing. Uh, uh, if, if, if the, the quicker they pass, the better it is. 
I don't know. I I just I'm excited just because it's the Daytona Road Course and it's it's unique. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. It's okay. certainly not I near could. as fun as as the no. 500 or any other super speedway, but. Nonetheless, Joe Williams, Williamson Herald, we appreciate your time this morning. It's always a blast. And be sure and say thanks to the folks who are out there salting and, and plowing roads and doing what they can to get us back going. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. They are they are working hard to to keep the roads moving, but uh if you are not absolutely necessary to be on them, don't be on them. <laughs> let those right. let those guys do their job and 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 hopefully you, we can we can get back to work a little bit later this week um but we do appreciate your time as always on the parks motor sales hotline that is joe williams of the williamson herald we'll Hi, talk guys. to you in two I'll weeks when you need me y'all be good Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.